Broadcasting from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, it's time for Dental Law Radio. Dental Law Radio is brought to you by Oberman Law Firm, a leading dental-centric law firm serving dental clients on a local, regional, and national basis. Now, here's your host, Stuart Oberman. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dental Law Radio. Today's topic is not a pleasant topic, but we are seeing a rise. Now, I have not talked about this topic in, in, in probably a couple of years because this, there has not been a necessary need to, but now it is rearing its ugly head. Employee embezzlement. That's right, folks, employee embezzlement. And the reason why I have not talked about this in a couple of years is because Obviously, COVID-19, our guys got hit number-wise. But we're seeing an enormous rebound in our practices. Many, many, many of our practices, I'm going to say about 80% of our dental practices had a record year. They're busy. They're having staff problems. They can't keep up with the work. And what happens is they're simply losing track of what in the world they're doing internally. I don't have any other... I have no other explanation for it is that they have no idea and can't keep track of what they're doing internally. So employee embezzlement, and I will make this general statement. If you think your employees are not stealing from you, you are grossly mistaken. I'm going to give you some statistics, and then I'm going to give you sort of what I think the real world is. Statistically, 40% of all dental practices are going to be embezzled. 40%. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to, I believe it's 60 to 70% from what I'm seeing, from what I discover, what I talk to our, our consultants and industry experts, it's, it's about 60%. So the average embezzlement statistically is about $110,000. Now, I will tell you that statistically – our average embezzlement that we handle is about 200000 and has actually gone up to $500,000. Folks, if you don't know where $500,000 is going, you got a huge problem. You got a huge, huge problem. So the question is, you know, how, again, this is a relatively short podcast, this is a two-day seminar on the hows, the whys, the whats, the reasons, and what you are not doing for employee embezzlement. So let's let's take a look at some basic things here without getting into white-collar crime to, to a great extent. Numerous ways employees embe- may embezzle. Take petty cash. One, you just shouldn't have, you just shouldn't have cash laying around. Altering deposit statements, where are your deposit tickets going? Do you even know what is being deposited in the bank? Practice writing checks, your practice writing checks for personal expenses. Your employees are paying their own credit cards with your money. Your office manager is writing fictitious invoices and diverting payments. And let me tell you this, I will not give this speech, this podcast, this information to any organization 
that has dental office managers in it. Because that's, I'm going to go very broad on this statement, but that is where most of the embezzlement is taking place on the management side because of the trust. So I am not going to give this speech to that kind of audience. So you got phony bank accounts in a practice name and diverting payments, issuing fake refunds and taking refunds, paying their own medical expenses, bills, labs, supplies, drugs under the patient's name. Do you even know what is being issued check-wise? So those are just a few scenarios. So, you know, how do you prevent, how do you prevent this? You got to have a system in place. First and foremost, you have to have a system in place. The days are gone where you're just running willy-nilly, you're not paying attention, and you're trusting everyone under the sun that they're not going to steal you blind. So how do you prevent it? First and foremost, you got to screen your employees. In today's world, in today's tight labor market, our doctors are hiring bodies. Now, there are some agencies that will allow you to post for employment. Our doctors will go on those websites. And I will guarantee you that if you pick 10 names today, and in a year, you go back and say, I wonder what those employees are doing. Probably a good percent of those are going to be back looking for a job because our doctors don't screen employees. They don't have a hiring package. package. They don't do background checks, which you have to have. For $100, your life can be very, very easy as far as background checks. They don't check credit references. That's a whole other area of fraud. You don't verify information. good friend of mine is, has a recruiting agency for dental staffing. Amazing statistic. 70% of all application information resumes are fraudulent. 70. You got to have procedures in place. You got to implement internal controls. That's going to vary practice to practice, but I would urge you to take a look at your system. So you know, how, do, how do we prevent this? One thing you have to start doing is you got to, encourage employees and mandate employees to take days off for vacation. Because what happens is employees that are embezzling do not want to take time off because that's where problems develop. They don't take vacation days because that's when problems develop. That's when it seems to hit the proverbial fan, if you will. Rotate jobs among your employees. You want to cross-reference job descriptions. You want to have multiple people now, you're not going to have everyone under, under the sun have access to confidential information, your financials for sure, but cross-train. Enforce your regular hours. Why in the world is a team member in your office coming in at 6 in the morning and leaving 9 o'clock at night on a Friday or Monday through Thursday? And why is your employee coming in on Saturdays and Sundays? And are you checking your alarms for access, are you checking your logs? Who's coming in? Who's coming out? You may want to cross-reference and divide your financial responsibilities. For goodness sakes, check your bank statements. 
If you are a solo practitioner, recommendation would be to have those sent to your home. After you look at them, then you could give them to the team member. Or if you're a small practice, you're the sole owner, maybe multiple locations, have them sent to your house or your P.O. box. Said before, eliminate petty cash. So we get this question, you know, Stuart, uh, you know, how do we know what are the signs that employees may be bezeling? Flag giveaway, failure to, to receive financial information in a timely manner. Let me, let me tell you this. It's not your employees are too busy. They don't want to give you information. You're asking, you're asking, and you're asking for information. You're not getting it. There's a really good reason why in the world you are not getting your financials. Employees resist change to an accounting system. Bingo, accountability. We run into this a lot when our, 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 our younger doctors, who are all tech, all tech, are buying well-established practices who are not as tech. The well-established employees in those practices are kicking and screaming to change the accounting system. Why? It's not because they don't like you. It's because they're stealing their doctor blind. Unexplained accounting adjustments. Let me tell you this. You better check. You better audit your files once a month. I don't care if it's 25 or 50. You better understand adjustments. Why are adjustments being made? What are they being made for? Is it because Aunt Sarah was a great customer? Or is it because your employee at the front desk is stealing you blind by adjustments? In today's world, we used to say, well, you know, our collections have slowed. If you're drilling and feeling like no tomorrow, and all of a sudden you're figuring out where your revenue is at, your billing cycle is good, you got a huge problem. So what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? First and foremost, you never, ever, ever confront the employee. You're going to say, are you stealing from me? What are they going to say? Yes, I'm stealing you blind. So you never confront the employee. First and foremost, hire counsel who understands employee embezzlement in the dental side, and then get a forensic accountant that understands auditing, that understands dentrix, that now understands open source systems under, under today's technology world. Do they understand the software? Do they understand EagleSoft? So those things you got under those are just things you, you have to keep in mind. Spot audit. If you suspect there's employee bezelment, take 25, take 30 files. Audit those files like there's no tomorrow. Where's the money going? Where's the money staying? Is it coming into credit card accounts? Do you even know where your money is going? Are you looking at your EOBs? Are you reconciling your day sheets, your credit cards? What are you doing? How are you looking at it? I will tell you, your CPA has absolutely no clue regarding embezzlement. If you think that you're relying on your CPA to to catch your embezzlement, you are grossly and sadly mistaken. Your CPA, on average, the general CPA that does dental work has absolutely no clue regarding employee embezzlement or how to handle it. So what do you do? First and foremost, again, obtain legal counsel, get a strategy, work with an outside CPA or on a forensic audit. 
Figure out what you have, what you don't have, and then confront. If you suspect embezzlement, everyone in your office is in play, including, I'm going to say this, and I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but your spouses. Your spouses. That is right. Your spouse. I will never forget one of our doctors was missing about sixty to $80,000 in funds. Come to find out, the doctor was having an affair, and the wife was stealing off the top to build a war chest for divorce. And then that's where our doctor's sixty to $80,000 went. You can't buy this information. So everyone is in play, including your partners, spouses, partner spouses, the longtime assistants, you cannot believe who will be stealing from you. So overall, if you suspect that there is employee embezzlement, chances are you are probably correct. Start with an internal audit. Start with what don't I know. Get help immediately. Get access to information quickly and then formulate a game plan before you confront the employee who's never, ever in their life going to tell you, yep, I'm stealing you blind. And if you think for one second that your local the police department is going to help you recover two or $300,000, guess again. One, they're under enormous pressure. Our police departments on a local level are under enormous pressure. They're understaffed. They're in a working environment that I've never seen before in my life. They're dealing with gangs, murderers, rapists, large-time thieves. Do you think they, I'm not going to say they don't care, but they don't have the time to worry about a dentist who's, who's had a couple hundred thousand dollars stolen from them. So, Again, this is, this is a five-hour broadcast that I could, I could talk with all day. Take a look at what you have. If you suspect you have embezzlement, your gut instinct is probably right. Take the steps, what you need to do to get it to get it under control and move forward. Folks, thank you very much for joining the podcast on employee embezzlement. If you have any questions, concerns, please feel free to give us a call. Over in my law firm, my name is Stuart Overman. 770-886-2400 or email me at Stuart, S-T-U-A-R-T, at ObermanLaw.com. Thanks for joining us and have a fantastic day.